Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you grow your dental or healthcare practice. We discuss exactly what you need to do to get more patients using the internet, to increase your search rankings, and to be seen as the leader in your local market. In each episode, you'll learn strategies to help you increase your online visibility. We'll teach you how you can convert your website visitors into new patients and get more calls from your website. If you've ever wondered why you don't show up in local search results, whether or not you should get involved with social media, how your competitors have so many reviews, if Google Ads are worth it or anything else related to online marketing, then you've come to the right place. We discuss all this and more on our weekly podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am Tyson Downs, your host of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. And today, we're going to be talking about how drug rehab centers can use content marketing to get more patients. Before that, though, we're going to start with a quote from Jim Rohn. It is, don't wish it were easier, wish you were better. Just thinking about that, you know, that's why we had a moment or two of silence there. How often do I, you know, wish that something was easier, you know, wish that I could accomplish this easier or wish that I could get through this a little better and it wasn't so difficult as opposed to, you know, just wishing I was stronger and doing what I can to make myself stronger. So I don't think that quote necessarily means wish you were better, but do something so that you are better at whatever challenge that you're facing so that you can, you know, accomplish that goal, accomplish or overcome that task, overcome that issue that you have. That's a challenge in your life. So a good quote there. So content marketing, let's first define what content marketing is and content marketing is it's really as simple as it sounds. It is marketing to people with content, by creating content, by creating value. So there's a lot of different ways that you can create content, but it's attracting people to your services because of the content that you create. So let's talk about how you can do that. The first thing that you need to do is identify your ideal patient. So you need to know who you want to come in to your rehab facility. You need to know who you make the most money off of, who is the easiest to work with, who has perhaps the best chance of success, who is the least amount of work for you. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but some patients are more needy than others. And you need to develop and understand this data as your facility grows. And you need to be keeping statistics on this type of stuff and be able to look through patient records and your, your practice management software and determine who your ideal patient is and who you want to deal with, who you want to build your business with. So it's really important that you get that narrowed down because if you're going after people that can't pay, you're going after your wrong demographic, then you're going to have issues. So get that narrowed down, taken care of first. Second thing is consider the buyer's journey. What is the buyer's journey? When we're searching for something online first, you know, we become aware of it. So we realize that there's an issue and we understand that there's a potential problem that needs solved. And next we consider something. So we consider an issue, uh, a solution We're committed to researching it and finding different approaches that will allow us to solve our problem. And then the third is the decision-making phase. So we're going to do more research, find out a good fit, a good solution, a good fix for the problem that we have. And during that stage, you know, during the awareness stage, the person may be unaware that your rehab facility exists and they really need it. Once they realize that they need you, you know, for example, to address a family member's drug problem, 
you know, then they're going to start researching it a little bit more. Your website needs to have a lot of information on there that will answer questions for them, educational information, success stories, facts about rehab facilities, facts about success rates, things like that. When they're in the consideration stage, you know, they're narrowing down who they want to choose to go with for their drug rehab facility for their healing experience. So this is where you want to make sure that you help them. You walk them through the path on what they need to consider, what they need to look out for, what they need to watch for, and you know, just provide value for them. And then the third stage, the decision stage, and this is where the buyer is going to finalize the decision on the facility that they're going to go with. So be prepared to have customer testimonials, a perhaps an onboarding process. You know, what does it look like? What's the typical day look like? And everything that they're going to need should they choose to go with your facility. Number three, focus on your audience. What does that mean? You know, it's, it's so broad, but understand that content marketing isn't about you. It's about your audience. How many websites have you been to that the company who owns the website, their idea of content marketing is posting a, maybe a weekly or monthly blog that's promoting their services. It's promoting what they do too many, I'm sure, but you're not going to do that. You're going to create content that your audience is looking for. This can go back to developing that persona. You really need to understand who your audience is, what they like, where they hang out, how they like to consume content. So think about what types of topics would be appropriate. Now this list I'm going to give you here isn't all inclusive. It's just primarily to get your creative juices flowing. Number one, you could talk about the services you offer, you know, besides the obvious treatment, what does each service treatment entail? Do you specialize in a specific treatment? Do you cater to a special, a certain industry or specific demographic? So anything family members would want to understand, for example, how to better manage a recovering addict or things to watch out for. Now, drug information. Many family members will hear about a drug and Google it to get more information. You can answer these questions on your blog and you'll soon notice that you start to get more traffic. First-hand experiences. You know, if you can get people talking openly about their experiences, then you're going to be able to really get to the heart of that person that's needing help. You're going to be able to speak heart to heart with them because as somebody that has gone through that experience is writing out, you know, what they went through they're going to be able to really be able to touch that person that's having that issue right then. Uh, latest news on your industry. Of course, you know, if there's new interesting information about laws or um, perhaps regulations, bills, things like that, then it's going to be beneficial for your audience to know this. You can answer questions. A shout out to Marcus Sheridan, who has come up with the big five, which are the cost or price, problems or things to be aware of, comparison, reviews, best of awards. So, these are things that you can blog about, you can create content around so that you can attract those that are looking. Number four, decide the type of content you're going to produce. So what are some types of content that you can produce? A lot of different things. You listen to a podcast right now, so that's one. You've probably read blog posts. That's another. There's eBooks. That's one. Photos. That's another one. Um, let's see. Videos. You use YouTube. Infographics. PowerPoint presentations. I mean, it's the opportunities really are endless, but it goes back to knowing who your persona is, knowing who your ideal patient is so that you can talk and communicate with them how they want to. Number five, create a content schedule. If you can map out when you're going to publish what type of content, then it's going to make it so much easier. Trust me, I've been through the whole, you know, we'll just write some blog posts and publish them. That just does not work very good. 
So create a team or you know work with your online marketing company that you that you have and assign responsibilities. Will you be outsourcing the content creation? Are you going to hire somebody to do that? Are you going to do that in-house? Somebody on your team, are they going to take care of it? And if you assign these responsibilities, it makes things a lot, lot easier. Have somebody that's just that's just in charge of social media and promoting the content. Trust me, it's going to remove a lot of headaches. You know, everybody's trying to do everything. Nobody knows how to do anything very well. And people are stepping on everybody's toes. Then decide on your frequency. I don't necessarily recommend, you know, post X amount of times per month or week or whatever. You know, there's no one set schedule. Do what you can do at a minimum. You know, I'd say that it's probably good to post a couple times a month at a minimum. If you can post more than that, then do it. You can also consider national or local events. So the National Alcohol and Drug Addiction Month, for example, will be a great way that you could produce meaningful content, not just for your blog, but also guest posts for other sites. You know, at a time when attention really is being paid attention to your industry. You're going to want to use some tools that can help you accomplish this. And instead of listing them all out, I'm going to go ahead and I'll get a link in the show notes to a website blog post that talks a lot about creating a content calendar, what you need to do, how you need to do it. It's a really, really good resource. So I'll include that there in the show notes. Okay. And number six, get the word out by promoting your content. Content that you create, no matter how unbelievable, how attractive, how amazingly beautiful it is, it isn't going to help you too much if people aren't seeing that. So you can, of course, send that out to your email list. If you're keeping an email list, you can also update through social media. You can use something like Buffer or Hootsuite. Those will be in the show notes. And those two platforms, Buffer and Hootsuite, they allow you to publish to multiple social platforms at one time. And it just cuts down a little bit of time. But you're going to want to make sure that you use it properly and you don't just blast social media typically with your updates. Be sure to read our blog post, Five Ways to Crush It with Social Media. It, we talk about how you can be effective in social media and provide value. And that, and that, cause that's what really what it comes down to is you're wanting to provide value and you want to make sure that you're not, you know, just spamming social media with your updates. You can use third party sites like, like Medium or LinkedIn and they'll allow you to publish content that's already been published on, online and add it to those platforms. And then you can get a few more eyeballs on it that. Okay. Number seven, measure the return on your investment. So you've been creating a lot of content, publishing it, sharing it. Are you tracking the amount of traffic that you get that that content is generating? Usually if you have a call to action, simply a strongly worded statement that directs people to your site or to do something, you'll add that to the end of the post and you can direct people where you'd like them to go based on that call to action. So using these calls to action, you can create unique, we call them URLs, and you'll be able to see which calls to action are getting the most clicks and where your traffic sources are coming from. You can also do this with Google Analytics and this is free. You can use their URL builder and that will allow you to create a special URL so you can track you know, where traffic is coming from a little bit better. You can of course use Google Analytics to see who referrals are, but that's not going to take it down to the post level typically. It's going to take it more to the site level. And then if you're using a marketing automation software such as HubSpot, Act on active campaign, then they're going to keep track of everything for you. So you don't need to worry about all the extra stuff. Number eight, use retargeting. Retargeting, simple. It's somebody visits your site, then they leave your site. And then as they are on the internet, then they'll see your ad on different places. Now, retargeting can be 
kind of retargeting with for drug rehab centers is a little bit more difficult because it isn't always isn't always allowed by different ad platforms like Google AdWords. Or if it is, you have to do some workarounds to get it approved just because they don't want people that are looking for a confidential service such as that to then have their computer showing those ads. So there's a fine line on that, but definitely think that it would be appropriate to retarget some of this bin to your site and then show up one of your ads in a Facebook feed. Definitely don't see anything wrong with that. So when somebody spends time on your site and reading it, we know that to an extent they're interested and they have some level of interest in your services. They may not be ready at that point, but the idea of retargeting is that you can develop more brand awareness and be more at the top of their mind when they are ready. So what are the eight different ways that you can use content marketing to get more new patients? One, identify your ideal patients. Two, understand the buyer's journey. Three, focus on your audience. Four, decide the type of content to produce. Five, create a content schedule. Six, get the word out by promoting your content. Seven, measure your return on investment. And eight, use retargeting. That's it. That puts episode 99. It's in the books. Till next time, be positive, be happy, and be proactive. And remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Implementing just one of the tips you heard today will help your practice move one step closer toward dominating your local market. If you've got more questions or you're looking for recaps, show notes, or even more resources to help you grow your practice, check us out online at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com.